This podcast sponsored by Prime Super. Straightforward superannuation solutions that empower you to grow, manage and protect your wealth and retirement income. That's Prime Super. Go to primesuper.com.au to learn more. Nurses from a refugee background experience discrimination, subordination and racism from patients and staff and face challenges getting accustomed to a new environment and integrating into the workplace. These were some of the key findings of a scoping review of the experiences of registered nurses from refugee backgrounds. I'm joined by lead author Harrison Ngchok, a PhD candidate from Western Sydney University. Welcome Harrison. Hi Dallas, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So some of the challenges that you found these nurses face surrounded cultural shock. How does applying another layer to that, a healthcare environment, add to something that many people from a refugee background experience? Yeah, okay. So from, from my review of the literature that I've, I've seen so far from those, I just want to point out the distinction between internationally educated nurses or migrant nurses and those that come with or without registration to Australia as refugees. They're, they're both distinctly different by the way they're, they're handled, the, uh, the processing, the, the requirements, and, and basically their, their life experience when they come to resettle in Australia. So I just wanted to just, just emphasize and highlight that because in this study that I'm doing, we contend that those that come as refugees from all the waves of migration in Australia's history, those that come by boat or by plane that are refugees, their experience is vastly different from those that come for economic reasons. So I just want to put that in place. But when it comes to cultural shock, it seems like if for those that do come from overseas, having that additional layer of working in a healthcare environment is, it, it kind of, you could say, exacerbates stress and can um, exacerbate their their feeling of being foreign in a new environment, which poses different challenges depending on their level of support in in the in the in the healthcare environment. Language is a is a definite, you could say, barrier that needs to be overcome so that when they when nurses from overseas in general do work in in for instance in Australia, they have to make sure that they're able to communicate that. Um, in, in their literacy, in the way they they talk to their patients and, and other staff, so it's 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 a uh, pursuing this career in in health. It, it, it comes with that, um, and they, I guess they've got to overcome it personally as well as professionally. Um, it's one of the, the the key findings that I've found in 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 the literature that I've seen so far. Nurses from a refugee background also experience discrimination, subordination and and racism from from both patients and staff. Uh, What are some examples of this type of behaviour? So with with the um, discrimination, um, the furthest back that I could could locate was um, a a retrospective paper, for instance, um, of German Jewish refugees who were RNs before World War II. And they spoke of being classed as um, aliens, or uh, you could say foreigners, and um, that was discrimination then. And it's kind of st- similar to what I've kind of located in the IEN literature, the migrant nurse literature, as well as those that come as refugees 
from the literature I found from other countries. Uh, I couldn't really find anything in the academic literature in Australia of those nurses that are refugees. But um, the, I guess the ways they overcome it, it, it comes down to a lot of, um, you could say, factors. The, the work environment is, is key, as well as outside of the workplace, um, how they, they get support, um, whether it be through work colleagues, the administrations, if they, they're able to change that, that culture of discrimination by creating uh, training workshops or providing information to other health staff just to build the competence of um, other staff. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a thing where it's an ex extrinsic factor. But um, I guess from what I've read, the nurses persevere, the, the people that, that I've seen in the literature, they persevere through these challenges. Some, some do stick it out and because they've, they've gone through a lot more adversity, you could say, especially in the, the the RNs in the that are refugees, so they they stick it out through this discrimination, and and in some cases they might downplay the struggles because they've been through worse. But um, as as for the IENs, um, you know, they some some do express being labelled as foreign or other in Australia. Uh, some do come to Australia without any familial or um, social support and they might feel lonely travelling to Australia without that. So they, they, they do get homesick and, you know, it, it does pose a negative experience, especially if they're looking to resettle here in Australia. Uh, workplace bullying was um, found in, in one, one study I located um, from UK nurses that come to Australia. So these are just the, those that are internationally educated. And there was um, one paper where I found uh, African migrant nurses were racially prejudiced against um, um, inside, in and outside of the, the workplace, and sometimes, unfortunately, by co-workers. Yeah. What are some of the, the pre-migration experiences of the nurses in the studies you looked at? Um, I'll, t I'll attack the, the first one. So... It looks like the pre-migration is, like I mentioned before, is, is vastly different. So as migrants who are, have the ability to make informed decisions on when to, where, wherever the world, in the world they want to go to, to you know, better their social circumstance or um, to better their economic um, you know, uh, situation, they're able to make a bit more, uh, you could say, informed decisions. Um, so they've got the ability to look at their resources on the other end, um, see if they've got any connections with family or support. They're also able to contact the other people. Their the administrators get their visa sorted, check if their qualifications are up to scratch um, and get it screened. But in saying that, all of this does come with um, stress because it's like they're reliant on the administrators on the other side to to see whether they're accepted to to get employment before they make that move, and at the same time they they they're probably wanting to give notice to their their employers before they leave. So it's there's a lot of family um, issues as well. So that's mainly the the experience of the the pre pre migration experience and processes that come with being an IN and the challenges that come about through that. From the literature I found on those that come 
those registered nurses that come to Australia as refugees. I only found, um, you could say, two two articles that talk about their pre-migration experiences. So um, one of the major issues with being a refugee is that you're, you know, you're displaced from your home. There's a, a lot of upheaval in, in generally most cases, a lot of these, you say, health professionals or those that come to Australia are suffering from some form of uh, post-traumatic stress. You know, just imagine you're, you lost all control of your life circumstance and your decision making. You, you, you've lost family, you've lost your documentation, your ID, family and friends along the way. Um, and then you, you you're brought into a new place, and and then you you, you have to start your your life uh, from scratch, you could say, and you might not even have the ability to speak the language that you go to. So we contend that the the, the experiences are different from both the IENs and the those that come as refugees. So it's mainly you could say the life experience before coming to Australia, and in, in sometimes in the in the studies that I've found. They uh, research seems to research around this area migration of of nurses seem to clump the refugees along with the IENs or the internationally qualified nurses. So it's this loss of control with the in the refugee literature that seems to be scant and in this in this this area that I'm looking at. But it's it's a big issue because the it's not just the health profession that these issues are coming out of. It's all it's all facets of the refugee experience, which is vastly different from those that are migrants. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, there, there was one example where, in a, in a retrospective study, uh, by by nurses um, who were in World War Two, the, the, these uh, Russian nurses, they they ended up in a concentration camp and had to work in um, military hospitals at the time. So. Their experiences are vastly different because you know they've they've perhaps had to um, work in in really hostile environments, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's vastly different. And uh, it's it's something that's that's come across in in some of the interviews that I've had so far. And how do the employment prospects for RNs from refugee backgrounds stack up against colleagues? It's it is a big issue, um, especially for those that are refugees. Uh, the lack of documentation or the lack of um, referees to to vouch for this, these qualifications seems to be uh, an issue that's 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 cropped up in um, in the refugee literature, um, especially for those that are looking to get into the Australian workforce, and and as such, those that do um, look to get into the profession, for instance, that they were before they became refugees. Um, you know, before they left home, they'll have to look to become uh, underemployed or like uh, make ends meet by doing other other roles that aren't pertinent to their their previous role. For instance, you know, that some will have to get lesser skilled jobs to make ends meet while they get their qualifications. So it's it's almost like they they come to Australia and. Uh, you know the roadblock is they don't have any proper um, qualifications to vouch for being being a, uh, a registered nurse, and then uh, they might have to start again. So there there have been occasions that I've seen I've I've read um, studies where nurses 
would either go do other lesser paying jobs like uh, working in cafes, um, work as cleaners, or they'd um, start from scratch and start their, their nursing degree again, mm-hmm. um, which which goes, just goes to show how how headstrong they are in, in, in aspiring to, to get that job that they had before they, they were displaced and, and take junior roles and, and start from scratch. The the bleak employment prospects um, for those that come as IENs, um, it's just a, it's difficult for some um, IENs because uh, just the payment for application fees, getting their nursing skills assessed to meet the standard once they they arrive, you know, just a, a lot of financial issues. Um, there were some occasions that I've found where recruitment agencies were were, were bogus. Um, recruitment agencies that would make them spend um, some certain amount of money to to get a job, and they they were kind of exploited. So this causes a lot of stress, especially for those that are looking to get back in uh, or make the jump over to Australia um, in gaining their visa. Um, they also must pass, you know, mandatory English tests, which um, have come around and. Uh, um, Seem proven to be difficult in in many cases uh, for those that come from from countries that are that are not of um, English speaking backgrounds. So you know these nurses feel uh, a variety of um, doubt, fear, frustration, uh, uh, and incompetence um, for leaving work to come to Australia and then getting roadblocked by these these uh, these issues. As you pointed to there, despite the issues that registered nurses from refugee backgrounds face, you, you said they, they are resilient. So how are they coping with the challenges that they face and, and what came through as some important steps that they can take? So from the literature I've seen so far, it seems like once nurses from overseas do get accustomed to their new environment, they, it's almost like they have to reconcile in themselves, you know, their internally and personally their new reality. They've, they've come from overseas. They've had to shed what they know to overcome the cultural shock. Outside of work, they'll have to form social networks, um, meet their neighbours. All these things that we kind of we do in, on the daily um, create social networks and, and create links with services. Get matched up with um, other people that might have might be in their situation as well. Also, just building on their resources. So, uh, you know, when when, for instance, in my case, uh, my family we've 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 migrated from New Zealand back in the the late 80s, and you know, we we had to form form uh, connections, and we and we got supported um, by family as well as. Um, Friends and, and and new making new friends and acquaintances and, and connections with the community is a form of social capital. So with with the the registered nurses that come as refugees, um, there there was a case where in in the American literature, Liberian nurses um, that were former refugees, they would form you could say a collective group that would help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and these these nurses were, um, you could say, they were they were mothers that were also studying and training at night. They also had to juggle 
being um, the household um, head and also maintaining the home as well as working. So it's it's one of those, um, it's a, a term that I, I came across which is really fitting, it's optimistic determination. So despite all the, the setbacks, all the all the trauma that they've gone through in their life, they just soldier on. And that's this resilience and overcoming these challenges in and out of the workplace that get them through. Uh, in the internationally educated nurse uh, literature, we found that once they've established their new reality, they find a purpose in in their workplace. Some some nurses do get, depending on the the environment, uh, many do get praised for their contribution to the workplace, um, and they get recognised. They, they 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 see the value in in being a part of a new environment. This helps to boost their self confidence and self esteem, able to better handle their their care and um, and nurse practice, and then it just you could say cascades to a more positive environment. It, it it all just comes it comes to a head, and there's hope for them in the future for to become. It's it's like overcoming um, adversity, and uh, it's it's just in pursuit of a better life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's the culmination of um, positive support in and out of the workplace um, with patients and employers, and and once you get accustomed to to living in a new place, you get a routine going. It, you could say it's what being um, in a country like Australia is all about. Mm-hmm. And so, what are some ways that workplaces or or individual nurses who aren't from a refugee background can best support colleagues who are? You could say those nurses who migrate from lesser developed countries to Australia, uh, they'd get a, a more positive experience if they work in improved environments that are, you know, environments that don't um, exacerbate the ne- the negative factors. Uh, so like improving workloads, bettering the resources. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with um, getting higher, better salaries as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one thing that... Um, has come across is for nurses that are you know from from overseas to get more autonomy in in what they do, not being overshadowed because this kind of causes uh, that overburden, the professional loss, um, feeling de-skilled was another thing. And so you know if you if you do have um, nurse managers that promote and uh, recognise these nurses and the and the value they provide, you know sometimes. These nurses can provide value by acting as interpreters for some in some occasions. Um, I found in a in, in a paper that a, a nurse that was a, a refugee was able to communicate better to a family and and help uh, alleviate certain situations of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in some occasions, um, I, I found in a study um, in the UK where a nurse was. Her former expertise was um, valued because she was better able to handle the incidents of a, a tuberculosis case that came through her ward, mm-hmm. and so that that kind of value that value add is is really positive. And you know, just it, it, this this kind of attitude facilitates their integration into work and um, feeling appreciated and um, part of the group included. It helps to um, feel a sense of importance in the workplace.
That was Harrison Ng Chok on the challenges nurses from refugee backgrounds face and how they tackle them.